Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You like jazz. Your passenger likes country. You settle on blues. This is the only kind of compromise you can expect inside a Lexus hybrid vehicle. That's because a Lexus hybrid is designed to go beyond compromise. Go far without having to recharge. Go fast with a formidable gasoline electric powertrain. Go with all the luxury of a Lexus. So, if you ever find yourself compromising in a Lexus hybrid, it won't be our fault. Click the banner to discover more. Lexus. Experience amazing. They say to truly understand someone, you must walk a mile in their shoes. Well, at Lexus, we designed the ES with you in mind every step of the way. From class-leading legroom to positioning the touchscreen four inches closer. Everything in the Lexus ES, a direct reflection of you. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. 2022 ES versus 2021-2022 competitors. Information from manufacturers' websites as of 5-3-2021. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Explore secrets of the universe with show host Sherry Sage Zimmerman. Navigate between the worlds of both the physical and the spiritual planes of existence. Welcome everyone to my Again, fairly new online show of Secrets of the Universe, and I'm glad that you're all here with me. And before we get started with my amazing guest, I do want to say thank you again to all of my managers. I have uh, quite a few of them that uh, make this possible for me to be on the air. So I'm very grateful uh, for them uh, giving me the space. So um, it's getting close to Halloween, so I wanted to bring in a little bit of uh, some things that might be going on, um, not only for Halloween, but for the upcoming few months or a year, and see kind of what's what's going on. So today, I have a returning guest. Uh, her name is Dawn, and, and she's known by Astrologer Dawn, and she's been in the field for quite a few years. I was looking over your bio, Dawn, again. And I'm amazed at uh, everything you've been involved with for many, many, many years. So I want to welcome you to the show and hopefully we can, we can keep unraveling more and more secrets of the universe as time goes on. Yeah, you know me, I like to have my guests on more than once because I I want my audience to get to know who they Mm -hmm. are, not just Mm -hmm. a one-time appearance. So welcome, welcome. Hello, hello. Maybe you can uh, just give us more of your background. I, I did notice that in, I think it was 2008 to 2011, you actually hosted uh, your own radio show called The Evolving You. Called Evolving You, which is the name of yes. my business. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I, I did it on a Sunday night on an FM station, which I worked which I worked on in the daytime as uh, uh, on one of the shows anyway. Um, but I did it on a Sunday night for two hours, and people would call in 
And it was a combination of astrology and coaching and tarot. You know, people would call with their issues and I would use the charts, but I would also use cards. And then I've been a coach for, oh gosh, 23 years now. So mm -hmm. it's sort of like I use a combination of the metaphysical and the traditional and sort of put them all together um, because I'm not very woo-woo-y. So I'm very practical with all my Virgo in me. So I have to have some practical stuff too. Um, and for me, anything to do with numbers is the practical, which is the astrology, because we didn't make the planets where they are. We didn't decide that Pluto represents transformation or that Saturn represents karma. We didn't, you and I didn't decide that. That was decided thousands, hundreds of years ago, I should say, not thousands, mm -hmm. but hundreds of years ago. Um, so I like to bring in astrology, but I also do human design as well, which is a relatively new discipline that some people know about and some people are just getting to know about. But I've been doing that for about 16 years now. And again, it's just, it's another piece of the puzzle. You know, if you, the, as far as I'm concerned, if you have your natal astrological chart, your human design chart and your relocated chart, if you've moved more than a hundred miles away from where you were born, that's, that's all you need to see who you are because everything else is conditioning you know we come into this world we know exactly who we are and then we meet these people called parents and they start to decide for us who we are um and then we get sent to the prison for 13 years called school and in that prison <laughs> we have to memorize and regurgitate information so we can get a gold star from somebody we, right. you know who gets paid to be there and right. we get to be with the same 30 people from the same socioeconomic background and so it's like this and then, we, you know, we come out, we go to a college, we spend $60,000 going to college to get a degree that only 28% of us use. Right, right. And then once we come out of that, we have to get a job. Now we have to get a job to pay back this. So do we get a job with our degree? No, that's only 14%. We get a degree actually work in that field. So we get a job, we get an apartment, we get a boyfriend. Next thing we know, we're about 27. And we're approaching our first Saturn return and we go, what happened? You know, what happened to my life? What happened right. to my life? And, you know, right. that's really uh, sort of like an, an important thing for us to know. And if we look at our charts, we can go back to who we were when we came into this world. I say to my clients all the time, you know, astrology and um, human design, they don't change. So it doesn't matter what goes on in your life. That's who you are. That's who you came in to be. And then you're conditioned on top of it. So instead of taking personality tests like Myers-Briggs or DISC or any of those assessments, mm -hmm. those assessments are based on how you feel when you take it. So if I've just got married and I've come back from my honeymoon and I have to take a DISC assessment, it's going to be a very different result than if I've just come back from my husband's funeral and have to take a test. It's going to be based on how I feel emotionally. Astrology and human design does not care how you feel or what's going on. It's this is what it is. If you've got Mars in Virgo, you've got Mars in Virgo. Like right. it doesn't matter. It doesn't right. move based on your emotions. Now, right. does that mean we can't use it in different ways? Well, of course we can. We can, you know, if you've got Mars in Aries, you're going to be very uh, sort of forceful in a lot of ways. You're going to be a warrior. You're going to go out there and, you know, get what you want. Now, there's going to be people who have their Mars in, in, in Aries that are not like that. They're a little bit quieter. But that doesn't mean that underneath the surface they're not pushing to get things done. They just may not no. be allowed. No, and the, you only know, time, the only time that it really changes is when you look at the progress chart. Right, but, where yes, it actually yes. shows how you are evolving. So if you look at yes. your natal chart of what you came in with and then look at your progress chart, which yes. tells us how we've evolved at 10 years old compared to yeah. 30 or 60. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be the only changes that would occur that way. But if I look at it from this is who you came in, for, I forget, you know, I obviously I'm, I get involved in progress charts and all other kinds of charts. Mm -hmm. But I do, when I'm doing the first time I talk to somebody and I, I don't know anything about them, I'm just looking at who they were born to be. What right. are the, what are their natural natal abilities in some ways? Um, you know, what is going on? And then also, of course, 
I do, I've been doing relocational astrology so, so many years, I can't even remember. But right. to me, it is so important that when you move, that you, especially more than 100 miles away from where you were born, that you know how that's going to affect you because you're going to live under different lines and the lines of the planets. So different right. planets are going to have different powers over you. You know, when I lived on the East Coast, I had a ton of stuff in the eighth house. I mean, I'd sat, I lived on a satin in the eighth house line. Talk about, ah, I went to lots of therapy there. I did, uh, you know, there was a lot of therapy, group therapy going on when I was there. Rehab when I lived there. Now I moved to Arizona and I've got ninth and tenth house placements. So spirituality, you know, teaching, learning, and then my career. So it makes a difference. And if I look yeah. at where I was born in England, that's sixth house planets. Right, so right. So for, right, for my audience who's out there who may not understand astrology, let me just put it in a little bit of perspective, or you can help me as well, Dawn. Um, when you are born, there are the planets in the sky are basically um, aligned in different parts of your chart, which means that you not only have your sun sign, which most everybody knows their sun sign, which is Virgo, Leo, whatever it may be. But then you've got a moon sign, which can be in any of the zodiac signs. You also have a Mars, uh, a Venus, a Mercury, and then the rest of the planets. And they can be in anywhere in your chart in different zodiac signs. Mm -hmm. So what Dawn's talking about is the way that your chart meanings might change when you move to another country or move to another area, location. So mm -hmm. I just wanted to put that out there for people that are still kind of in the beginnings of understanding yes. astrology and well, how it works. And relocated charts, it's the houses that we're looking at. So the planets and the signs do not change. They do not change and they, the degree of them doesn't change. But right. what changes are the houses. So you might have been born, um, let's just say somebody was born in Jamaica. And they moved to the States. And let's say they were born under a heavy Pluto and Saturn line, like it was running through where they live, but they moved to, I don't know, Alabama. They moved to Alabama and all of a sudden they've got their sun sign is more prominent or their communications are more prominent. So what I do is people move, obviously, but sometimes people come to me and say, where's the best place? in the world. Usually if they're American, I try and get them to look at America because for some reasons, Americans think they can just live anywhere in the world. They forget that you need, you required a visa. Other countries, not so happy to have us at the moment. Right. <laughs> um, but, you know, we can't as, as Americans, and I am, of course, British, so I, I have both. Um, we can't just go live anywhere. So I usually look at focusing on places that you can live. And it's right. amazing the difference between you know, one coast to the other in, in the States. If you're born in, um, let's say, Rhode Island and you move to Hawaii, your chart is going to change drastically in terms of what's going to be the houses. And the houses are the areas of your life. So is your money affected? Is your home life affected? Are your relationships affected? Is your work affected? What about your spiritual growth? So to me, the relocated chart is really is really important sure. because sure. I can see what's going on. Like if somebody will usually say to me, oh, it's been dreadful here since I moved here. It's this, this and this. And I only have to look at their chart and say, oh, well, that's because you're living on this line now. If you don't right, want right. that. It's right. It changes. Here. Arizona. Back in Arizona, it is boiling hot here today. I'm taking off. Right. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, I mean, and it's important to know what the, what your main pieces are. Like I know most people know their sun sign as far as I'm concerned, because I'm a professional astrologer, sun sign doesn't really mean anything. Um, you know, that's nice. It's just your personality, but the rest of it, the moon sign is the most important to me because that's right. your emotions. That's your conscious and your subconscious mind. That's how you respond to things. You know, your Mercury is your communications. Right. And I, I, like to, I like to point out real quick, Dawn, too, and this is something I don't think a lot of people realize. I mean, people that are not into this area of study is that if you really think about it, there's hundreds of thousands of Virgos in the world and they're not yeah. all the same. And the reason they're not all the same for those, again, who are really just trying to understand what astrology is and how it works Again, all the other planets in your chart will make up who you really are. 
And because I'm a believer in reincarnation, which a lot of people mm -hmm. are, yes, I'm a big believer that we've chosen our particular planets yep. in order for us to utilize. So when people say we've come into the world, but we we weren't really given a map of how oh, to we do were. this life, we were. it is it is the map. Astrology, your birth chart is specifically designed by you with your guides. Mm -hmm. uh, for mm -hmm. you to navigate in the world. Yes. So yes. it is a really important scientific and, and art type of a study that actually helps you uh, get realigned with what you actually chose for yourself from the other side in order to learn different lessons here on earth, in order to understand, um, you know, so many faucets of mm -hmm. yourself and how you react to the world and relate to the world. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. yeah, it's a yeah. fascinating study. Yeah. And there's different types of astrology. Like I do Western astrology, but there is Eastern astrology, um, which is done very differently. It's usually in places like India. I know that there are some, certainly in America, that have become Vedic astrologers. So if you ever hear the term Vedic astrology, you're talking about somebody who does Eastern astrology, which is different than Western, doesn't mean it's better or worse. They're just different ways of doing it, just like Chinese astrology. There's just different ways of doing it. And each person who is a professional astrologer usually focuses on different things. And you can only come from your own chart. That was one of the things my great, one of my greatest teachers, um, unfortunately died now, um, in England when I was 16 years old and I was learning astrology around the fireplace in Cambridge, wow. having to do, having to do everything by hand. Remember? Oh we yeah. To, I remember. Ugh, drawing charts by hand yeah. for hours. Yeah. And I remember her saying, it doesn't matter how much astrology that you learn. You can be the best astrologer in the world. You can only come from who you are as an astrologer. No, true. I agree with that. So I, you not and only, I. Not only, not only do I agree with that, but I feel that way in all areas of, yeah. of any healing techniques that yeah. anybody does. When mm -hmm. I do my oracle readings or tarot readings, I know and I teach my students that you're going to attract people specifically to you. Because yeah. of your life experiences and who your essence is. Yes. Yes. So yes, I agree yes. with you. You can only really yeah. bring forth. Now, I do believe channeling is slightly yes. different. That is different. That is yeah. different. That is different. And there are, there, all of that is the more that we do this, and especially for you and I, because we're professionals at this. Right. We add more things in all the time. We, we recognize the difference between when we're channeling and yeah. when we're looking at somebody's chart or, you know, for me, sometimes when I'm looking at the cards or, right. you know, whatever it is that I'm looking at. And then there's sometimes when I just know things. I remember saying to a client the other day, um, and, and she told me she was single. And I said to her, you know, when George was alive, Colorado would have been a lovely place. And she went silent. And I went, are you there? And she's like, how do you know about George? And I'm looking at her card and she says, <laughs> he's single. And I said, oh, was he your brother or friend or? You know, who is he? She goes, no, he's my husband that died. and We used to go to Colorado <laughs> every year to fish. Wow. And I was describing this thing. And I'm like, oh, okay. So now I know that's channeling. It has yes. nothing to do with the chart. Yes. The other thing I want to remind people is that astrology and astronomy were one and the same up until the age of enlightenment. And the difference between astrology and astronomy, astronomy is the study of the physicality of a planet. Astrology is the study of the psychology of a planet, because we're interested in how planets affect us emotionally and psychologically. Correct. Correct. Um, whereas people who are looking at whether there's dust on Mars or whether there's a red ring, they're not interested in anything to do yes. with the psychology yes. of it. Yes. They're only interested in the physicality of it. Yes. Um, yes. And, and of course the two of them are, are, you can't separate the two astronomy, yeah. astronomy and astrology are go hand in hand. It's like a yes. glove and a mitt. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. hand in hand. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, ha I have this saying, it's not mine, but it's somebody else's and it says somewhere on my, I'm, redoing my wall so yeah. it's something like there is no compelling astrological evidence that science is anything more than a modern superstition mm. you think of that do you like that one wow wow think about it wow. As, because astrologically science is just another thing you know i mean science changes 
astrology doesn't. I mean, it it just. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. But I I know it changes only in the way of, you know, once upon a time, we didn't look at 10 planets. We were looking at seven. So over time, when we get more and more understanding of the physicality of the planets. Yes. uh, Yes, We actually learn a little bit more about how it relates to us as a people, as human beings. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I have an attitude that I can't imagine how anybody could live a life without knowing who they are astrologically and through Mm. their human design chart. So if people say to me, um, oh, I've never done that, I'm always shocked. I was like, really? (laughs) I come from a different space and place. It's like when I was really young, my mom read tarot cards and my mom deals with talks to the dead. And so I grew up with that. That's what I knew. And I remember being eight years old and looking over the garden fence with a friend of mine. And she said to me, don't you think it's strange your mum reads those cards? And I said, you mean your mother doesn't? <laughs> My frame, it's your frame of reference. That's amazing. That's amazing. It's your frame yeah. of reference. Yeah, I was always I was very, very drawn to uh, zodiac signs when I was young. Didn't mm-hmm. understand the deeper meaning at the time. But again, you know, it's about the soul, right? It's to me, yeah. it's always about the soul. Yeah. And it's yeah, about yeah. soul. It's about soul growth. Yes, it so, is. you know, yeah. I, I think people that are unconsciously going about their lives uh, without the knowledge of astrology. Yeah. Um, you know, I do believe in there's obviously because of many lifetimes there's some of us mm-hmm. that are drawn to different things, different modalities over lifetimes. So, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. you're always going to have some people that, you know, um, just for whatever reason, that's it just doesn't seem to be, you know, a big thing for them. I I see it as huge. I see it as huge as well. I find it very important to be looking astrologically and, you know, touching on that subject. um, And of course, numerology goes hand in hand. Yes, 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 of course. So my, you know, my big fascination over many, many years, besides with John Lennon, who to me was mm-hmm. way ahead of his time, and I, I know I'm, car- I'm carrying on his work. But Nostradamus, yes, Nostradamus was always somebody that I kind of, you know, kept an eye on, you know, for years mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because of his connection to astrology, yes. uh, numerology, yeah. and then of course, you know, peering far into the future. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That's you know, and sometimes that is. You know, I'll say things to people, uh, especially if I'm looking at the overall picture. So, for example, right now, you know, America, uh, only country that's in a Pluto return. So and we're still not at the zenith of it. That won't be that won't be until July the 22nd, 2022. So we're still on our way up to our Pluto return. So Pluto return. Pluto is the planet of transformation. It's upheaval, it's death, it's rebirth, it's a, it's a psychological. So this America um, is in what's called its Pluto return. So Pluto is in exactly the same place now in the sky as it was in 1776. Oh, interesting. So we really? are going, I yes. did not know. I did not realize that. Yes. Interesting. So, so we're going through a second revolution, but it oh, looks wow. different. It just looks yeah. different. We've yeah. got pandemic. We've got racial injustice. We've got women since the year 2000, numerologically from 2000 to 3000. It's all about us women. Sorry. Yes. We're and, be you know, and you know what's funny? What what I'm thinking as you're talking is, you know, it, it, it's now making sense to me why myself, I've, I've literally have started a Facebook group called Get Off the Wheel. It's <laughs> called Get Off the Wheel, Changing the Paradigm. And yeah. what that Facebook group is really about is I really foresee in the, in the further future, not even right now or the next de- decade or two or three decades, but I do see an ending of this type of governmental oh, yes. system that we've all yes. created. I, I yes. see that dismantling. I mean, completely. Yes. Um, if not, if not in a whole just different way that it's going to be, yes. but not the system of a president and a vice yes. president and the whole, the whole. I call it a circus act. Yeah, it's, it's patriarchal, but, but it's all distracted from mm-hmm. real living. And yeah. so, you know, yeah. I, I created a Facebook group a couple of months ago called Get Off the Wheel. And I refuse to be involved in any of the political stuff, even though, you know, I know a lot of my people, people I know are like, you know, well, this is your voice. And it gives you I say, no, that's not my voice. <laughs> my voice is when I do my astrology and I do my Oracle cards 
and yeah. I tune in with my guides. Yeah. I said, that's my voice. Yeah. I said, and number yeah. two, I said, it shocks me that a lot of the world, or at least the United States, doesn't see this whole thing. This it's a machinery in itself yeah. that totally takes us away from real life. Yes. You know, and I'm yeah. like, oh my God, if you go back to John Lennon's song, imagine. Even okay. though somebody had mentioned to me, I won't get into specifics, but that, you know, John Lennon had another whole thing going on. But to me, the words of that song were so far ahead of its time and so, so true to what's happening today. Well, I feel like that about Marvin, about Marvin Gaye is what's going on. If you listen to Marvin Gaye, you mm. know, what's going on, it talks about all the fighting and rioting. But this was, he wrote this in 1970. Right. You know, and right. If you listen to it, it's exactly what's going on today. Right. So it's like, yes, nothing changes if nothing changes. Yeah, nothing and I heard changes. the song Imagine in the late 1960s. It's my I favorite was, song I of was, all time. I was about eight or nine years old when I heard the song Imagine yeah. in my bedroom on my radio. And I was walking in my room and I got frozen. I stood still. Like I could not move until yeah. that song was done. Wow. So, yeah, it's really crazy. But, yeah, I think you and I are in the same thinking. Yeah. So now when yeah. you were talking about the Pluto return, yeah, that's fascinating to me as a country because we're getting to a point where this yeah. isn't working and it hasn't yeah. been working for, for a long time. Well, the yeah. other thing is it's only happening to America. So the next closest country to have a Pluto return will be England, but it won't be for another 40 years and it won't be in Capricorn. So oh. we... It's, it'll be in a different sign because we're yes. moving out of Capricorn into Aquarius in three and a half years. Saturn will be moving into Aquarius on December the 17th. Jupiter will be in Aquarius. Aquarius is all about we are the world. It's all about yes. humanity. Yes. It's all about yes. new ideas, new yes. inventions. Yes. This whole thing, you know, yes. better better, uh, better communications in terms of um, our visuals, our yes. hearing, our all of this it's, kind of it's Really, yeah, Aquarians mm -hmm. are really about accepting every individual. And, and this is what I have on my website. It really yes. acknowledging and accepting everybody, no matter yes. what their like thing is. Yes. Yes. You yes. know, basically who they are. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter how strange it is or how, you know, as long as we're not talking, you know, yes. harm or violence. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, right. it, it is. So I'm glad you're saying this. So let me recap real quick, yes. just because I, I want to do this for my own sake, my own mind. Okay. But also for the audience, I love when you brought up about the Pluto return and we have not the last time it was there in Capricorn was in 1776 is what you say. Wow, that's amazing. That's really yeah. amazing. Well, that's what and it is. A, it, 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 even though what was going on then was about change. That's what we have now. It's just a different kind of change. Correct. Because it's never the same. Right. And we can't use old solutions. Correct. Correct. And that's what I see coming. That's what I see coming in a couple more decades. Yep. I really see it, it, it. I know 2027 is going to be a, a, oh. mark, a mark point in time between yes. 2027 and 2030 yes. is going yes. to be a really world mass changes on the yes. earth level. Uh, yeah. We're going to see some states go. So yeah. land is going to go under and land is going to come up. Yes. So there is going to be yes. some really big world changes. But I do feel the actual creation of the political field that we've designed. Um, yes. I didn't even think about 1776. But for the last couple of centuries where it, it's not working anymore, you're correct. It's outdated. It needs to be thrown out with the bathwater. Yes. Yes. Uh, you know? Well, um, I was thinking about this the other day. How come this country is built on a document that was written by men, white, old white men? How is it that those old white men from a couple of hundred years ago get to decide what's correct for people mm -hmm. of color and women? Because that would be a huge majority of us, women right. and people of color. So right. to me, it's like, can't you start again? Like, there's no reason to not start again, except, and this is what's going out. And sorry if you're old white men listening. I'm a very honest person, but you're going. You're going. You better get used well, to I it. Think, I think maybe, I think another way of stating it, Dawn, is saying the whole idea that's been wrapped around the white male yes. of hundreds and hundreds of years. Yes. That yes. thinking is going. Um, it's not working. So yeah. yeah. It's not so working. That, that, 
yeah it's the patriarchal system it's like yeah. when i'm cut when yeah. i only coach women yeah. so and i usually coach women i i do what's called soul journey coaching so it's helping them get really clear about who they are and how to monetize themselves because i think unless you are that's the only way to work is mm -hmm. to do what you love and you monetize what you love because right. i don't know where it's written that we're supposed to go to work for somebody else for five days a week doing something we don't like so we can spend two days recovering so we can go back to something that we don't like again i don't know right. where that's right written. right I don't remember which, which, written, which includes right? the whole the whole system again of taxes yes. and yes. you know so, the whole thing i yeah. mean you know Social security, all of yes. that, you know. And, and women work differently to men. So like I say to my clients, they're like, oh, which order do I need to do things in? And I say, no, 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 that's patriarchal. Doing things in order, that's not the way women work. We work best in groups. And we work best when we go over here, when they come back here, and then go over here and come back here. Men are very linear. More th methodical. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little bit more methodical. But, but that right. doesn't allow methodical doesn't allow for the brilliant things yes the creativity, creativity. it doesn't allow the creativity sure it doesn't allow and that. it doesn't allow for the surprises that come in from the yes. from the other side yeah. or the from universe the exactly right. which is really where the true guidance and power comes from yeah yeah you know, sure from numerologically from 2000 to 3000 it's about women women taking charge so you know a couple of my clients were complaining the other day and i said honey it's 2020. We've only been 20 years into this. And look what's already <laughs> happening. Look what yeah. the women's marches and, you know, all kinds of things are being brought up. Right. I know. But you know what, Dawn? I mean, I hate to say this, but I'm going all the way back to the year 2000 when I was still blown away by the fact that I didn't feel we were as close as near what we should have been at that point. I'll tell you why. Let me give you a brief, very brief story sure. about this because it's fascinating. And I found out more through my psychic medium channeler that I use I just adore it was the year 2000 I was heading down to my mother's for Mother's Day and she lives mm -hmm. about 40 to 45 minutes away from where I lived in Florida and I was having one of my episodes and I used to call them breakdowns I don't call them that anymore I changed that lingo to breakthroughs or now yeah. I've changed my realities were not in sync so that's what I call breakdown all my realities were not in sync of what this reality is, okay? Yes, yes, so yes, I am yes. at the Walgreens picking up a Mother's Day card. Uh -huh. I am standing in line behind an older woman, an elderly woman who's just getting her stuff rung up by the register lady, the cashier. Mm -hmm. There's nobody else there but her and I. So all wow. of a sudden her stuff was almost done getting rung up and she turns full face, body and, and face to me and she says, I'm sorry, we weren't ready for you yet. Now, I don't know this lady from anybody. At that moment, the register rung up. It rang. She got her stuff and left. I never saw her again. And I always had wondered for many years why she said that to me. It stuck in my head like, I'm sorry, we weren't ready for you yet. And of course, thank God for this one channel or uh, person I have, I adore she said that was your guides coming through to let you know that they realize that where I was at in yeah. the world, yes, in the year 2000 wasn't allowing me to use my abilities the way that I could have, but we weren't there yet. The world the consciousness was not not there yet. It wasn't caught up. So I'm still getting blown away at the year 2000. Forget about 2010, 2020. <laughs> I'm like. Are you kidding me? We still have races going on. Um, yeah. All the all the different things, all the things. I'm like mind blown because mm. I I saw that should have happened at least 20 years ago, if not even. <laughs> I, I don't well, know. I, I you know. It's like um, when I started my business, um, which was in 1996, um, December the 23rd, 1996, and I remembered I left a $95,000 a year job in 96. I was vice president wow. of a very large organization. To right. start a job, to start a business, I only had $5,000 in savings. My husband was on unemployment because he'd just come out of the military and he was getting $150 a week on unemployment. We had wow. a brand new house and an 11 months old. And people said to me, you're crazy. 
how is this going to work? Nobody's going to pay enough for readings to make up the amount of money. And I said, I'm just going to trust the universe that something's going to come along. And of course, within a year, coaching yeah. came along and I started to coach. I went and got training. I was one of the first, I was the first metaphysical and traditional coach. There was no metaphysical coach. Oh, wow. Wow. At the beginning. Well, coaching's only been around about 25 years and I've been yeah. a coach for 23. Yeah. So I know most yeah. of the people from the beginning. Right. And, I, and, and the difference between me and them was those people who were training to be coaches, if they didn't do that, they'd have to go get another job. But if I didn't coach, I still had readings. I still had other things that I could do. And I realized that it wasn't just one thing, that this was more involved than that. Yes, yes you, it, was, yes, it was bigger. It was bigger it was than bigger. that. Yeah. And yeah. People would keep coming back to me or wanting to come back every week. And I'd say to my husband, I won't swear and say what I said, but I said, <laughs> what do these people want from me? And he said to me, maybe there's something else you're supposed to be doing. And it took me 16 hours on a modem, on a dial-up, because that's what we had back then. Right, right. Find the word coach, and every hair on my body just stood up. And I said, oh. Because wow. oh. I said to him, I don't want to be a therapist. And he said, well, maybe there's something else. Mm. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. When I found it, I was like, that's that's what I need to do. So even though people were doing all of this, you'll never make any money. Well, of course I did because right. I start. I went on terrestrial. I've been on terrestrial radio for 23 years. Wow. You know, so, wow. you know, I get business all the time from being on radio stations. Mm -hmm. I never, but I didn't know. I just believed, just like you did in yeah. 2000. I just believed, you know, yeah. when I, when I started this, I did not start this business because I wanted to do a business as a metaphysical practitioner. I started this business because I didn't want to dump my son in daycare. Literally, I said to the universe, God, you have to show me what to do because I'm not willing to dump Zachary in daycare. And I looked wow. down, I looked down and there was the two sun Sunday newspaper, huge newspaper, and mm -hmm. there was an ad to work on a psychic line. And I, oh, went, wow. <laughs> I went, okay, I'll bite. <laughs> I hadn't read for 10 years. I hadn't read for 10 years. So I put one word to each of these cards around my living room. Mm -hmm. I put, I put a one word that described every planet, every sign, every house. My entire living room was covered with hints. And then I had to do a reading for somebody <laughs> who was going to hire me. And I never looked at it once. I never had oh, that's funny. And that's then I took funny. all that stuff. I put it in my office. I became the number one person on the psychic line. I'm oh, British. Wow. My wow. voice, my voice. I mean, I'm in America. Of course, I'm going to be. I've been uh, in England. I just sound like everybody else. But in America, <laughs> you know, it's different. Yeah, so, you really stood out, right? <laughs> yeah, I did. I stood out. So you go. Really, you know, it was really amazing that, and I just followed it. And that's the thing we don't we don't trust ourselves. Yeah. We don't trust our intuition. We don't yeah. trust that the universe is going to give us what we need. And it doesn't always mean we like what we get. There are sometimes we have to go through some things yeah. that we didn't want or that we don't like or that we didn't want to deal with. And it really is true that that which does not kill you makes you stronger. And invariably, the things that I have been through in my life have made me strong enough to be there for my clients who've gone through some similar things, but I wouldn't necessarily know that. And right. so there's a reason that we have some of that is karma. You know, when I look at right. somebody's chart, I'm looking for their retrograde, planets that were retrograde when they were born, which means it looks like they were going backwards because that's an area that usually you have to deal with when you right. come into this world. Right. You right. know, and I know for myself, I only have one retrograde planet, but it's, it's Venus. You know, right. it's like, uh, why did I have to have Venus in Virgo <laughs> retrograde? It's like, you know, and then somebody says to me, my best friend Catherine says to me, who's also an astrologer, you could have had it in Pisces. I'm like, yeah, I guess that would have been worse, you know, but how come I have to have it? And it's like, that's my lesson, relationships, right? any kind of relationship. That is my lesson in this. Right. Life. And I think, again, you know? for the sake of the listening audience, uh, whether it be on the radio or on this online show, for those, again, I'm trying to help those who still aren't in that mind frame of astrology. Mm -hmm. Once you get your birth chart drawn up, yes. it's very simple to do by either Dawn or myself or anyone that's into the astrology world, they can draw up your birth chart. Yes, exactly. And, and the, the transiting planets would be put on the outside of your chart. Mm -hmm. And that kind of gives us an understanding of 
the planets in the sky of how they're affecting you personally yes in yes. your life all areas of your life all areas of your life so you can see where mm -hmm. this pluto that dawn's talk about we would call it transiting pluto when we look yes. at it, the transits today's and chart wherever that there's a chart wherever That's pluto totally. would be on the outside of that ring will tell you where you're going through some massive changes in your life yes and one of the planets, Neptune, Uranus, Jupiter, Saturn, all of the planets, there's 10 of them, even though we call the sun and the moon planets, they're really not planets, they're points of light, but we call them planets in astrology. We get to look at where all those planets are and how they're affecting you. So mm -hmm. it's very powerful. Um, Dawn, um, I know that Tiffany's going to put up some information as she has Good. about how people can get a hold of you. Yes. If there's anyone out there that wants to get a birth chart done uh, okay. with Dawn, um, that would be great. And and you can give whatever information. If there's any specific way of contacting you, Dawn, if there's... Um, I suggest you go to my website, get my telephone number. The thing is, you need to tell me that you were... Um, that you listen to this show or that you listen to Sherry because you'll get a discount that's not listed on my website so that... You know, you can get a, a, a oh, much better deal, but you have to mention that you listen to Sherry. You have oh, to mention. That's that's very nice. That's that's we're, very you know, nice. We're in a Mercury retrograde. Do you want to talk about that for a second? Sure. And then, and then come, anything. Yeah. And then anything. We'll be right back. Yeah. I, I gotta let my husband in. This is the Mercury okay, retrograde. Go ahead, I'm on the radio, and I'm gonna let me. Go ahead, Dawn. While you're doing that. Right back. Go ahead. I'm gonna actually shuffle my cards. I have these really cool Halloween cards from the it's oops let me see if i can get that in there closer called the halloween oracle deck so at the end of this show i am going to pull a card from this really really cool deck that i have um there's really interesting uh pictures on these cards halloween pictures um and i thought it'd be fun to see maybe you know a card for the show at the end of the show so stay with us and and we'll see what's what will be the card for the show and mm. here is dawn returning with us <laughs> sorry about that that's okay life happens right mercury retrograde well it's mercury retrograde mercury the planet of communications is going backwards at the moment and it's in the sign of libra so it's usually to do with relationships my husband forgot his key and so that's a relationship, communication, he's texting me and I'm like, I'm on the radio. Normally I don't, you know, it's like I can't get in. So oh, it's not miscommunication. Well, I guess it is because he didn't take a key, but it's, that's the kind of thing that goes on when you've got Mercury retrograde. And we've got that until I think it's the fourth. Okay. I think it doesn't go direct. And so for the next week, just watch your communications, just triple check. You know, if you're meeting somebody somewhere, double check. Or if there's not... anything that you're signing yes. and signing documents yes. is a really big thing. Preferably yeah. only sign documents if it's something you were working on before the Mercury retrograde. Oh, so, so if in the last week you wanted to buy a car, wait, 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 wait. If you're going to sign for a new house, make them wait because it will be a major issue if you sign documents. Right. And again, in that's that's retrograde. like the, the reason that we're bringing this up, the, that for any of my audience, my listening audience mm -hmm. uh, here online or, or on the on the radio uh, in Florida as well, listeners all around the world. If there's something that you are wanting to do and you really have some doubts about it, this is where astrology can play a very important part yes. in helping yes. in that area. So Dawn yeah. would be available if you ever yes. wanted to make contact with her, which which is something I'll probably do here soon because I am looking to buy a house. Uh -huh. So, and, Well, you're a projector. I'm looking at your, I had your human design chart in front of me. So I know you're a projector. You're here to lead, to guide. You make it, all your decisions are made emotionally. You have to sleep on them. You're not supposed to make any decisions immediately. But you're really a teacher. You're not, you don't have the energy to work. And that sounds terrible. But that means <laughs> consistently you, yes. you, you're more, yeah. you're a teacher. You're a guide you're a leader you're um you don't you're not an energy type and 70 percent of the population are energy types unfortunately you and i are not energy types which mm -hmm. means we can't do consistent work so we have to have a very flexible schedule now yeah. 
that doesn't mean you can't do your radio show every day, every week or whatever it is, at whatever time it is, because it doesn't really work like that. But but making yourself do things consistently every yes. single day at the same time, it just does not work for people. Well, who, no, and I, I think you know, I have found that I just have never been one to be a scheduled, regular work schedule. Yeah, and, and believe yeah. it or not, once upon a time, and I'm going way, way back. And again, I wish I could find this documentation I read many, many moons ago, I'm talking decades and decades, where it talked about in ancient times how we didn't we didn't do things by the clock, by the by the clock that we all go by, you know, 12 yeah. o'clock, 4 o'clock, 8 o'clock. Yeah. We didn't do yeah. that. Yeah. We actually moved yeah. in a much more flowing, intuitive yeah. way, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, so, I, say to my, I say to my clients all the time, time is irrelevant. Timing is everything. So oh, time wow. is irrelevant, but timing is everything. Like because that. it's when things happen, like we can't say at four o'clock X, Y, Z is going to, you know, you're suddenly going to have a flash of X, Y, Z and you're going to see your old cat from, you know, many years ago. Right, right. But but because you don't know when that's going to happen. So it's much more difficult. I think that's also another reason why people have a hard time when you are doing readings for people and you tell them things that are going to happen. Um a woman just called to rebook with me this morning and she said to me, you told me I was going to get divorced, but I was also going to have a child. And I told you there's no way I was going to get divorced and there's no way I was going to have a child. And I go, and what happened? She goes, I'm divorced and I have a child. And I'm like, <laughs> and I don't, you know, so when people sort of say to me, oh, that's not going to happen. I just ignore it. No, I know. It, it's not I know. my job to validate. Right, it's like, right. I just no, I've, had, I've I had that myself. Yeah, I did yeah. an oracle, I, or I did a tarot reading a long time ago, and I remember telling a woman over the next three months she was going to be taking a trip, and I said it may be very much, it may be a cruise because of the specific cards I was seeing in the layout. Mm. And she's like, no, no, I don't have any plans on doing that, and, you know, it's not my budget, and, I got a call literally two weeks later and she said, do you remember telling me I was going to take a cruise <laughs> over the next three months? I said, yeah. And she said, my sister-in-law actually got a hold of me and said that the person that was going to go couldn't go and wanted me yeah. to go. Yeah. So, you know, it is, it's funny yeah. how those things work. Yeah. It's the you know? timing. It's the time. We don't Correct. know the timing necessarily. And, yes. and it's hard to do timing, but as humans, we've been conditioned to want to know yes. how is that going to happen? When is that going to happen? Yeah. What will that look like? And that's not how it works. Um, I remember once going with uh, one of the people I work with on the radio and she took me to the road in Tucson where she was going to buy this house. Right. And I just kept looking at the road and I kept looking at the road above it. And I kept saying, this isn't the road. And she goes, you keep looking at that other road. And I go, you need to look for a house on that road. And she goes, there are no houses for sale on that road. And I go, okay. She calls me the next day. And a house had gone up for sale that afternoon. She comes and gets me and I go to that road and go, oh, that's the house. And she, got, <laughs> she bought the house. And it was wow. so because, but I don't know what that's all about. Like I yes. can't explain it. I can't yeah. rationalize it, justify. I just, it is what right. it is. And, you know, you it tie is all this is. in with, uh, you know, the whole idea of Halloween and, and Ooh, you know. Yes. And the witches, the witch time period. And, you know, the whole the whole story is about all the witch periods, all the yeah. time periods of witches, yeah. you know, which we all know now we're really women who are highly intuitive and have yeah. ability. So yeah. there's really not, I don't think, a lot of new stories out there about the witch time periods. And, yeah. I, you yeah. know, I know myself, I've had a couple lifetimes where I was deemed as a witch and, and got burned or drowned or hung yeah. or, you know. Yeah, but I, yeah. I, I, I think if there's anything that you might be able to share with us, maybe even what Halloween Day this year might be like, or anything well, connected with Halloween, okay. that maybe we well, should let, know. Let, let me do England. Let me talk about England because okay. when I was growing up, there wasn't Halloween. Oh. Uh, no, because we have Guy Fawkes Day, which is November the 5th. Wait, so you have what now? Because it cut out. Guy Fawkes. Oh. G-U-Y, I'm going to spell it for you in our chat, G-U-Y-F-A-W-K-E-S. Okay. So Guy Fawkes oh. was a man, he was part of the Roman Catholic group of people who, on behalf of James I of Scotland, decided that he was going to blow up the Houses of Parliament. 
And he was going to do that because they would not allow Catholics to have the be Catholic in England because England is Church of England. It's, you know, the Queen is the head of the church. So, so Catholicism was outlawed in England for a long time. So the plot was foiled. So on November the 5th, so what kids did in England, and they still do do it in England, is you, you make an effigy of somebody and you usually put them in a, a stroller. So you use, uh, you know, you get clothes and you put newspaper and pad it and you make a mask and you draw faces on it. And you take the stroller and you go to somebody's house or you go down the street and you say, penny for the guy. And people give you money. They give you a penny or they give you 10 oh cents. God. And then okay. what you do with that is you go and buy fireworks so that on November the 5th, bonfires are built. You throw the effigy that you created onto the fire. And then fireworks go. So, so it's the celebration that Guy Fawkes wasn't able to blow up the Houses of Parliament. So Halloween is not re- wasn't really a big deal because we had Guy Fawkes. Oh, and it wow. Was really, and it was really strange when I came to this country because I couldn't buy – I couldn't do a Guy Fawkes night because there was no – I couldn't buy any um, <laughs> fireworks in November. <laughs> So I would have to buy them in July. Oh, that's funny. Well, because people would say to me, so what do you do for July the 4th in England? I go, go to work. (laughs) Like, what what do you think people in England do on July? Just like what they do on Thanksgiving, they go to work. It's not a holiday. Americans have this belief system that they're the only people in the world and every holiday that is here is everywhere else. That's funny. That's funny. I know because I'm one of those people. It's crazy because, you know, we do. We have all these holidays, you know. That's right. It's almost like our United States needs all these breaks in time because we're so, you know. That's funny. And and the difference with Halloween in England is they dress up in scary costumes. There's no dressing up as a bunny rabbit or superhero. Why do they do scary because that's what it's supposed to be. Halloween is oh. about scaring people. And so that would make more sense. And you have to do something. If you knock on the door and do trick-or-treat, yeah. you have to do something for it. Like, <laughs> people just don't give you can't. Well, right. Just, so I thought you just said they didn't have Halloween. No, no. But it, no, this is for Guy Fawkes. If you were knocking on people's door oh. to get a penny for the guy... You oh. have to do something for it. They oh, my God. Do you got to do a now, talent or do some kind yes. of, oh, my God, that's funny. And now they've that, transferred that. That makes more sense to me. Okay. You know? And now they've transferred that. to. So they still have Guy Fawkes, but they have Halloween now. They just don't, but you have, they dress up in, you know, scary, only scary stuff. Okay. And when you knock on somebody's door, you have to do something right. for whatever no, they give you. No, that makes sense. You should be able Which, to, you should you do know. something. And I, I actually think that would be really great for kids to be yeah, able to do. It would. To do a talent or something. Yes, Why, yes. why is that scary is connected to Halloween? Do you know? No, it's probably got to do with witches because of back in the day, you know, people. It's it's not really people were scared of witches. Again, it goes back to white men because those were the people that ran all the countries and women were out of it was something that was beyond their control. Most people have fear if it's something they don't know about. Right. Or it's beyond their control. You know, the number, not now, but many, many years ago, um, I remember, and this happened just a couple of times, a woman called me and she said to me, you know, she talked about the astrology stuff and stuff like that. And she says, oh, I'm going to need to ask my husband. And I said, oh, how long, you know, uh, you know, what do you mean you need to ask your husband? Is he an astrologer? And she said, nobody reads the newspaper. And I said, well, that's not astrology. That That's not astrology. That's sun signs. But it's right. astrology. Right. And and I and so I said to her, so how and she I said, so he's gonna make the decision about whether you're gonna come to me for a consultation. I said, so how long's he been she goes, Well, he doesn't believe in astrology. And I said, Well, how long's he been studying it? And she goes, Never. <laughs> and I go, So let me understand this. You're gonna get permission from somebody who has no idea what I right. do, rather right. than me, who's just explained to you how it works. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> that's how you differentiate the people you want to be around. Like that's right. also how right. we differentiate people in life. You no. know, my whole no. my whole family has no big deal if we pull out cards. You know, right. not because everybody in the family is an astrologer, but everybody knows my mum and I do this and it's not a big deal. In fact, they all come to us and think my mum will probably say to me for Thanksgiving, don't forget to bring your cards because those other family members are gonna want me to read and you know, right. always, even though it's work. I mean, I love it, but it's still my job. You know, yeah. it's my job. 
but I still love it, you know? So, wow, um, that's yeah. really fascinating. I'm glad yes. you bring that up because nobody really should be kind of uh, giving really a strong opinion if they really don't even know anything about it, number one. But yeah. we are we are winding down. And I do want, uh, again, everyone to know that if you need to get a hold of Dawn, she is yes. available through her web website. Yes. Um, in which, yes. Uh, thank you, Tiffany, again, for putting yes, that up there you. for our viewers. Yes. And Dawn, yes. I just want to say it's always grand, always grand when you appear. And I'm so glad this is the first time you and I have seen face to face. I know. I know. I know. It's, it's exciting. so exciting. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. Exciting. Yeah. I you love a gap that. in your teeth like me. I know. I've had it all my <laughs> life. I've had it all my life. Yeah. I'm like, um, oh, another person, another psychic yeah. astrology, metaphysical person who has a yeah. gap. Because I'm looking yeah. at that in people's teeth at the moment, wondering if there's something about that, letting yeah. the, letting everything in and, you know, yeah. it whistles sometimes, <laughs> you know. So No, it's, it's nice. I heard a, a dentist tell me a long time ago, he said, well, you'll never have to worry about that, like getting decaying there. And I'm like, okay. Mm. <laughs> so I want to bring up real quick to end our yes. uh, show here. First, I want to thank you greatly. For doing this and i know we'll be doing this again after the first of the year um i would love to keep up with what's going on and yes. love the wisdom that you bring to astrology and everything you do Thank so you. i want to put it out there that not only do you do astrology but you do the human design charts and then you do oracle i would imagine oracle cards or reading um, cards i do i do tarot i used i only use tarot because that's really what i've been trained on i do use human design cards sometimes as well but I do use the human design chart as well. So I've nice. got astrology, human design, and different kinds of tarot. And then also yes. like, sometimes I just don't need anything. I just sure, just know. Sure, you just come things. through you. Yeah, so yeah. I want to yeah. let my audience know um, everywhere that uh, if there's anything you missed about this show today, um, please feel free to contact me through my website, which is called imaginepeacenow.com. And I'd be more than happy to pass along all of Dawn's information to you. Yeah. So if you missed anything, um, again, um, just contact me through my website, imaginepeacenow.com. You, you need to put the .com in order to get to my website. And yes. I will pass on everything um, that Dawn has either spoken about okay. today or so you can have your own birth chart done as well. So oh, I, yes. pulled a, I pulled a card today for our audience. And again, I keep getting a little bit of a glare. Skull and of it darkness. says skull of darkness hmm. and it says blind spots. And huh. since I don't know these cards real well yet, I'm just going to read one small part of it. Okay. It says, additionally, all of us at some stage of life have certain blind spots that may cause us grief and trouble. Although hmm. we cannot see the issue clearly, it is the repeated patterns of pain that may alert us to them. Symptoms, if you will. For example, the same things keep happening over and over again. We may be betrayed repeatedly, fail at something repeatedly, or not complete tasks continually. Peace mm. and pattern breaking can be achieved by doing the work in uncovering our blind spots or even consulting trusted close friends or professionals to mm. assist us to see what we cannot. So that is our card for today. And I'm going to I show like again. That. This is the Halloween Oracle deck that I read out of and the card came from. Love it. It's by Stacey Marco. So anybody that's interested in cards out there, you can pick up her deck. And I just want to thank you again. Um, I don't know if there's any few lasting words. We're really close to our time being up. Well, I thought maybe I ought to pull a card as well because okay, I have. Go ahead, Dawn. And you know what? One fell on the floor. So okay. I don't know about you, but when one okay. falls on the floor, we've only got like we've only got like a minute left. Okay. Oh, well, this is good. Building a strong foundation. So maybe this is for all of us. Four of Wands, emotionally, not just emotionally, spiritually, feel building that strong foundation. What does that look like for you? It, sometimes it's a family. Sometimes it's individuals. Sometimes it's you and your dog. Um, you know, sometimes it's a male couple, a female couple. It's interracial. It's what does your foundation look like? And, and are you really clear about it? So, excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you for that, Dawn. You're welcome. So I want to thank everyone again for being here on the show, Secrets of the Universe, with me, sharing this space, this very important space. Um, again, I can't say enough of how uh, honored I feel to have a voice on any platform 
due to the fact that most of my life I've been deemed as mentally ill. And once you are, you do not have a voice. Yeah. It's just part of, again, the governmental system that once you're yeah. labeled, uh, you lose certain rights. I mean, you just do when, yeah. you're, when you're labeled as mentally ill. So I speak out for all of the people who've been labeled as mentally ill that, you know, wherever mm. you can share your voice, do do so. So mm -hmm. uh, thank you mm -hmm. again. Sean. You're welcome. And I sign off. And I always like to say, follow the path. Yes. So designed for you. I'm sorry, I didn't say that right. Follow the path so divine for you, designed for you. Um, and we'll see you again next week. And thank you for staying with us. Take care. Bye, everyone. Bye, John. Bye. Become a Goldilocks Productions VIP patron. Receive exclusive access to live stream special and other epic packs. Join the Goldilocks Productions VIP community today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.